The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Welcome to season number three of the Money Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about private schools and why we feel that private schools are a waste of money. So in this episode, we are going to discuss public schools versus private schools versus homeschooling. So there's a lot of things to cover. Get a pen and paper ready because, well, there's a few things that you probably have never thought of before. Justin, I want to lead into the story of you and your kid in the school. So your kid went to a really good private school. Then you took her out, you went to a public school, and eventually now she's at homeschooling. So discuss the process you went through when you decided from going from private school to public school to a homeschool. And what made you make that decision? Well, firstly, I mean, I think we all want the best education for our kids. So private school was top of the list, especially because of the environments in South Africa. We feel like, you know, a lot of the traditional public schools maybe not getting the sort of best attention for kids. And so I obviously look towards private schools. Also, I have a background having gone to a really good school and I wanted the same thing for my kids. So anyway, my daughter went to a private school and uh, a couple of years in, I started to be very disillusioned with the fact that the fees were obviously astronomically high. I didn't feel I was getting value for money. And uh, I specifically started asking questions around the curriculum. And what I discovered was that kids in the uh, private schools, depending on the private school you're in, because of course not all of them follow the same curriculum, but a lot, of the, a lot of the private schools are following what is known as an IB education here in South Africa. And you know, you're getting the same level of education basically at uh, Model C or government schools. And I just couldn't warrant the money anymore. So that was the first thing that started to raise the question. And I started to look at uh, you know, what we were really getting for the money. And in the end, I felt it was really just the case of you know, you're getting slightly better facilities, slightly better teachers, and a lot of justification from the headmasters and the staff as to why you're paying that money. So that was really my starting point. I then moved my daughter into a what is known as a public school or a Model C school, and I was really astounded by just how good the level of education was. In fact, very close to what we had in the private school. And I'd go a step further, there were a lot of benefits to having her in the public school that she probably wouldn't get from the private school, which was, you know, being exposed to people from all walks of life. There were kids in there that, you know, parents had money, parents didn't have money. So I felt it was a much better all-round experience for her development and growth. And then COVID came about and of course, especially the public schools suffered very, very hard. They didn't know what their planning was around COVID. In fact, the private schools did a much better job. Uh, And that's really where I started to look at homeschooling. It's something I debated for years. As you know, I like to travel a lot and I'd like the kids to travel with me. And so homeschooling was always sort of front of mind, but it's nothing I, I was ever really prepared to take a real look at until COVID came around. And when COVID came around, I think a lot of people, including myself, were forced to relook at the education system. And so I took a leap of faith when the first lockdowns came around and I put my daughter into an overseas curriculum and that changed everything for me. The moment I put her into homeschooling, I realized what an incredibly big gap there is in the traditional schooling system, both in you know public school as well as private school. And honestly speaking, I think that the schooling system is broken. We've been talking about this for a long time, but certainly having homeschooled my daughter now successfully for well over two years, I can tell you that it is the single greatest gift we've given her. Not just because her time is spent differently, but her education is completely head and shoulders above what she's getting in a traditional school. 
Yes, I think with um, homeschooling as well, people in certain circumstances, they would prefer homeschooling. You, know, you, you get children who would go um, travel a lot based on the kinds of sport that they do, right? So for those kids, I, I guess homeschooling is absolutely great. It depends on the circumstances they are in. But let's discuss the fees when it comes to private schools and public schools, because there's a very, very big gap and a very big difference between the fees. So how is the public school or the private school's fees justified against the public schools? Because just like you said just now, it's basically the same curriculum, really, right? No, in fact, it's an identical curriculum. In, in fact, in the public school that we put my daughter in, there were actually additional subjects that weren't provided in the private school. So. The only thing I would say is that the facilities are a little bit better because obviously there's more money to cater to those facilities. But a lot of the money is what I call goes to an ego stroke. You know, the, par the parents' ego stroke because the child's at a prestigious school. The parents have an ego stroke because, you know, the kids are in a school where they believe, and it's a belief that's been really marketed very well by the private schools, that when the kids exit these schools, they're going to be given certain advantages in life because they went to a private school. And those days are far, far, far uh, be behind us. I mean, there is a time when that certainly was true, but the playing field has leveled a lot. We don't we don't engage in the business world the same way we did 20 years ago or in the workplace. The first thing I need to say, Davi, is that homeschooling is not for everyone. I mean, if you're if you're a parent or no, two parents that go to go to work, the chance of you being able to homeschool is probably going to be quite limited. So I think this is more geared towards people who have flexibility to work from home or who are self-employed. From a fee perspective, I've got to tell you, it is ridiculous. The move from uh, from a private school to a public school, we're talking about at least 10 times cheaper. And I'm talking just on the basic school fees. I'm not even talking about uniforms. I mean, uniforms in particular was about 22 times more expensive in the private school. 22 wow. times the cost. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. And also, I felt that in, in the public school, they were, they were managing their resources a lot better because they knew that money was, wasn't just readily available, you know, through the parents. And so anything extra that they want to do, they've got to fundraise, they've got to really actively engage the parents in the community to, to get those monies together and to manage them. And so I felt that resources were very, very well managed. And, and that translated into how the kids looked after their things. It was translated into how kids perceived money. And so I definitely felt that private school was a giant waste of money. And honestly, this is from somebody who went to a really good school. I had the benefits of going to a good school and having all those benefits in the day. But I think it is an antiquated notion to look at this in 2022 and believe that the best schooling you can give your kid is a private education. I don't believe that to be the case anymore. Now, of course, there are exceptions, Davi. There are schools here in South Africa that, of course, teach overseas curriculums. Crawford is an example of that. There's, there's a number of schools that read them that teach the Cambridge curriculum. But the vast majority of institutions here that have tradition, that have, head, like, they have pedigree and heritage going back, the private schools that we all know and talk about. Most of them are teaching IB educations. And you know, you've got to ask yourself the question as a parent, are you prepared to pay 10 to 15 times more for the kids to get the same education, right? Just with slightly better facilities so that you can stroke your ego to say that the kid went to a private school? Well, I think COVID proved that as well. You know, essentially a lot of the kids went onto a kind of homeschooling system, really. You know, I mean, yeah. they were taking classes from home, the parents were helping out. And I just couldn't believe that certain parents were still paying like four or five K for the kids to do a homeschooling schooling curriculum from a private school 
Whereas with Zoom, they could go to a public school and do exactly the same thing, but you would be paying four or five times the price. And that just baffled my mind. I, I just couldn't understand it. And, and I couldn't understand how they could justify the fees if you were sitting at home. And I think that proves the point, you know. Well, David goes a step deeper than that. A lot of the private schools where uh, friends of ours kids were at, they were making the kids dress up in uniforms every day during COVID and sit no at desk and send a picture to the school showing that they're in uniform because they wanted continuity of the schooling system. And this is a discussion that I think goes beyond just the costing and the financial side of things. We've been talking about this for a long, long time uh, in our businesses. We've been talking about how the whole workplace is set to change and COVID has really accelerated that. The notion that you pay somebody a salary to go sit under fluorescent light attached to a computer which is attached to the internet for eight hours a day just no longer makes sense. And yet we are teaching our kids the same thing. We're putting them in institutions and paying a lot of money to put them in these institutions to really turn out the exact same model. And I think where homeschooling is providing a real advantage besides the cost of things which I'm going to touch on in a second is that kids are being taught to think independently. They're being taught to manage their own time instead of just being little worker drones, you know, under that fluorescent light. And most importantly, they're being taught to churn out productivity rather than number of hours. And so that's been the big fundamental change that I've seen in homeschooling. The other thing is that they're getting an internationally recognized education. For all the, the, the good and bad of the local schooling system, the one thing I think that every country of the, around the world faces is ensuring that the kids that come out of the education system have got the footing to go onto the international world stage in terms of going out into the world, getting jobs and being productive in the, in the workplace. And certainly if you're limiting your child simply to your local education, I think that's a problem. And so curriculum like the Cambridge curriculum, there's also an American based curriculum and also an Australian based curriculum. These provide a far broader uh, spectrum of learning for your children. And the thing that surprised the hell out of me, Davi, is the cost saving. We're talking about at least 30 times cheaper than traditional schooling. That's including hiring tutors to help out. There's no school uniforms. There's no running costs of kids back and forth to school. And so, you know, the argument a lot of people have is, well, two parents are working and so we can't really, we can't really afford the time or the tutors or whatever to homeschool a child. And then my argument is this. I've seen parents where they are, they've got their kid in a private school and one parent earns really well, but the second parent is maybe earning 12 or 15,000 rand a month, but it's costing them 12 to 15,000 rand a month to put that child in school. And so the question you've got to ask yourself at that point is, doesn't it make sense for one of the parents to actually stay home and school the children? You know, because ultimately that's what it comes down to. If both parents are earning really well, then certainly, you know, it's obviously, it might not make sense from a financial perspective. But I think people need to look at the deeper cost because simply beyond the school fees and beyond the school uniforms, there is an incredible cost saving just as it is to working from home as opposed to driving to an office every day. And there's a lot of advantages in that too. Well, another route you can go is to get a tutor and get a few families to pitch in, you know. So I know what happens in some of the farming communities um, in South Africa. Obviously, they stay pretty far from the bigger cities, you know, or just the, the town. So what a lot of them do is they get a, they get a tutor, a few of them chip in together and then they basically form these little schools where they they really teach a homeschooling system but they they've got one tutor so 
even if you don't want to do the homeschooling or you don't want to be teaching your kids, you don't know how or you feel uncomfortable to do it, then you can just get a tutor to do it and you can get a few families to chip in to, to help you with that as well. Which leads me to another thing I want to talk about. So obviously in certain parts of the countries, the, the pub, public schools are just completely broken. I mean, just as an example, I lived in Swagopmund for, for six months and you couldn't send your kid to a public school. I mean, there's no sporting grounds. The, the teachers are absolutely horrible. So the only options you have left is basically the private school, which is extremely expensive, or going homeschooling. So when do you decide, okay, where am I going to go? Am I going to go private school? I'm going to extend myself really, and I'm going to have much less money left at the end of the month, or am I just going to take a leap of faith and just do homeschooling? I think really the starting point is actually not the money side of things. I think the starting point is what education do you want for your child? Do you want your child to be competitively advantaged in the future? And if the answer is yes, then I, I, I without question believe that you have to start looking at some form of homeschooling. And homeschooling has come a long way. You know, it's, it's not any longer the era of hippies who, you know, teaching the kids in some weird like sort of forest environment. We, we actually have proper curricula now. I mean, the Cambridge system is phenomenal. And uh, so I think you've got to start with what is the best advantage you can give your kid going into the world. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you've got to ask yourself the question, what does your child want to do in the future? Because tertiary education is exceptionally expensive. And the money that you save on schooling now is money that you can bank, put away so that your child can study to become a doctor, can study to become a lawyer. Um, that's money that you can actually start putting away now towards further education when they're in their, in their tertiary stage. And I think so many people spend money on, you know, the, the, the first stages of schooling and the second stage of schooling before they even get to tertiary. And then the budget's depleted. And of course, people, Davi, today are having kids older and older. And so by the time a lot of kids are heading into tertiary education, they're having to go and access student loans because the parents can no longer afford to carry that, that education. So, you know, I think there's a lot to consider, but certainly, uh, I, th I think the question you've got to be asking yourself more than the money side of things is what is going to be the best education for your child? And of course, one of the arguments about homeschooling is the socialization factor. And I've got to just quickly, you know, dispel that myth very quickly, because if you can get your kid involved in clubs, sports, uh, activities, you know, beyond the three, four hours of work that they do in the day, you'll actually find that you, the kids are more socially rounded because they interact with kids older than them, interact with kids younger than them. They're not pigeonholed to simply deal with their age group. And uh, there certainly is a lot of research to back up the fact that kids that are exposed to a wider social circle actually come out a lot more balanced as they become adults. And there's a lot of communities I know these days as well, like WhatsApp groups where people get together and then do um, other activities uh, with people from other schools and people from homeschool uh, that are doing homeschooling at the moment as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, gr the groups are phenomenal. We've had, you know, support groups through WhatsApp, through Facebook. Uh, the, the curriculum that we teach, there's a, there's a company that provides that curriculum. They do the grading, they do the reporting. Literally, our child teaches herself at this point. And it is, it's been phenomenal. It's been the most amazing experience. And Davi, the money that we're saving, we're putting in a pot towards whatever tertiary field of study she wants to do. And of course, in addition to that, there's additional fields of study that she's getting by not being in a traditional school. I mean, she's learning about business, she's learning about art, she's learning about things that she would probably have, probably not have been exposed to if she was in a traditional school because we're forced to take her out into the world. 
So I think if we have to close off this, let's close off with the last uh, thing I want to talk about. And that is the emotional decision, you know. So I think a lot of the people, even though they don't want to admit it, don't really want to change schools because, well, for them, it's an emotional thing and they want to keep up with the Joneses. So how do you get past that mindset and how do you admit that to yourself? It was really a very scary thing for our family to take the leap of faith. I have no question in my mind that the other two kids that I have will be homeschooled. They, they are a lot younger. Uh, there's about a 10 year gap there. So certainly um, the, the, there's no question that they will enter homeschooling. But with our first child, it was really difficult to make that decision because we have been taught these parameters of you know traditional schooling. We've been told that you know kids at homeschool suffer with uh, social skills and all of this. And actually, I think that uh, the biggest the biggest thing to get over is just that whole notion of that homeschooling is actually still going to provide a decent education for your kid. And so what I'd encourage people to do is spend time reading, reach out to some of the local homeschooling networks, you know, touch base with some of some of the homeschool curriculum providers. And uh, you'll soon find out that they're actually better structured than the traditional schools in many senses. And when you see the actual cost factors, I think that's what's going to sway people. I mean, just to give you an idea, my daughter is currently completing grade seven. She's actually done two grades in one year. And it's costing us in the region for the entire year, it's costing us probably, probably about $450, which is just absolutely oh, that's insane cheap. that's including all the all the material that she needs including pens paper everything that would be one month uh, the equivalent equivalent of one month in a really good private school right <laughs> exactly so i mean it's it's i think when you base your your decision making on that uh, first of all, the best education for your child. Secondly, just allaying the fears that uh, you, you know the child's not going to become a feral uh, creature because it's now being homeschooled. And then finally, looking at the cost factor, I think it becomes a no-brainer decision. And certainly, there are more and more families in South Africa moving towards homeschooling and around the world. And when we break it down, it very simply comes to the fact that people's pockets are tight at the moment. And when we look at January, people are trying to figure out how to pay for school fees, how to buy books, how to put uniforms on their kids. And, and, we, and, we, and there's no reason for us to be putting ourselves under that kind of stress any longer. There are alternatives and the alternatives are in front of us. You've just got to go and look for them. And keep an open mind while you're at it, right? Open mind is key to everything. So schooling and school fees can be as complicated as you make it out to be. What you need to do is to decide what fits your budget and your circumstances. In the next episode of The Money Podcast, we will be discussing how to land your perfect job. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.